0: Hey there, I'm Wendy Vaughn, sales and marketing coach and the queen of compassion-based selling because, well, selling is all about supporting, not convincing, and I am so glad that you've tuned in to today's episode of The Selling Made Easy Show because this show is all about inspiration, not just in learning a simple technique or mindset shift that makes it easier to get clients, but inspiration that happens as we get to peer through the lens of guest entrepreneurs who are blazing their own trails. And those trails have probably included a few unexpected roadblocks, maybe even having to overcome fears or blocks about selling. Now, I believe everyone has their zone of genius, their superpower that's a gift to others, including you. Now, for me, after, well, 22 years of outperforming my peers and sales results, Well, it's almost an x-ray vision that I have when it comes to finding and fixing any sales blind spots within entrepreneurs that are unknowingly causing potential clients to slip away. And with today's guest, her zone of genius is her unique blend of analytical and intuitive abilities, which allows her to easily distill what's holding people back. And empower them to create the life that they love. So I am super excited to introduce Stacy McAlpine. Now, Stacy is a life transformation specialist and the founder and CEO of Journey Fuel. Now she's been helping people actualize their desires for more than 20 years. Now, over the course of her former career working for renowned firms, which includes Price and Ernest and & Young, as a strategic advisor and project and change management consultant to some of the largest organizations on the planet, Stacy discovered the life-altering, magic-making power of applying what she was doing for her consulting clients to achieve the results they wanted to herself to achieve the changes she wanted in her own life. So, after refining these revolutionary tools over the last decade, she's created life transforming programs through her own company, Journey Fuel, to bring these code cracking methods to individuals and empowering the millions wanting more out of life to unleash their own true potential and live lives that we all love waking up to. Well, welcome Stacy. I am so excited to have you as my guest today.
1: Very excited to be here. And the the nice thing about that is you just captured all the stuff. It normally takes me 10 minutes to say, so.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, I can't wait to dive in deeper here because I just love how you're helping people to not just dream about a better life, but to create it. So always in a top of mind question for me is, you know, what was that inspiration or tipping point that prompted you to start your own business?
1: So, um, I had been on a journey for a long while, about decade of just being miserable (laughs) of trying to find a way to fulfillment in my own life. I mean, I've always been that personal development nerd, as I say, um, which that's always been a compliment when I call other people that, by the way,
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think some of us can really complimentary words, (laughs)
1: right? Like nerd out, right. means you love it. Right, I right. Mean, I've had a, a Covey planner since I was in seventh grade, always looking for the way to, to mm. focus on getting things done and doing things that matter most. And um, there was a time when I was working full time, 50 to 60 hour weeks. My husband at the time was in law school full time. I had wow. a stepdaughter in high school. I had a little one with um, a four year old with another one on the way. Oh, my goodness. And, um, wow. The sole sole breadwinner and no pressure.
0: Yeah. And, no um, Holy cow. And you
1: can only do that for so long before it just wears you down. You know, I remember I had a partner tell me once, you know, um, don't go so all in because you're gonna burn out. I'm like, yeah, right. And then it's <laughs> funny because it's like, yeah, if I didn't go all in, I wouldn't have a job. So nice tip, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm.
0: And, right. But, well, what was um it's hard you know, to going cut any to- corners on any of those things you just listed. You know, it's like if right. I don't go all in, something's gonna the wheels are gonna fly up somewhere.
1: Oh, exactly, right? And which wheel is gonna fly off and then how mm-hmm. do you handle that? And so I just knew that if I just kept going, somehow it was going to get better, but it just didn't. And, um, you know, I, I was in my, I think I'd just hit 40 and it's like, I have 40 more years of this. Really? Like that's, that doesn't sound fun. Mm. Why does anybody want to live a long life? I don't get it. Like, this is not fun. Right. Um, and I knew something had to change, but you know, it's like telling a working mom to take a nap. It's like, that's a hot tip thing.
0: Yeah, like, right. Exactly. And how is just that going to happen?
1: <laughs> right and so
0: so this um, was literally on like reflecting at the on your birthday or right around that it you was know, just celebration? around
1: that time around that um, time
0: 40 years old it, you just,
1: yeah like you late just... 30s early 40s and you know, I just felt like life was purgatory and I must have done something wrong and had to earn my way out or something mm. uh, and then what I what as you explained earlier you know my my job was working with large organizations two hundred fifty thousand people companies helping them make change they were paying millions of dollars to bring me in and help uh, me and my team to come in and do things that they didn't know how to do and to implement things they've never implemented before and get people to do it and Mm so if i could get them to do it (laughs) there's got to be a way to get myself to do it
0: right these major 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 corporations with all sorts of different levels and tiers and silos and committees and boards to create that change how hard right. could it be right
1: right, right. well great- and the thing is is that um i use the same methods every time it's not like mm-hmm. we made up how to do it, it the, mm-hmm. the difference is that the scope changed or the type of project changed but right. it didn't change the fact that i use the same project management methodology that project managers around the globe rinse and repeat And that's for the tactical side. And then the people side, which is you can come up with the, you know, what needs to happen and then people have to do it. Mm -hmm. And not just the consultants, like the people in the company need to adopt what we're putting into place and that's change management. So the people Mm -hmm. side of change. And again, it's the same methodology. It's a linear process that you repeat and repeat and repeat. You just tailor to whoever you're talking to identifying, you know, all the different elements using this formula
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: executing, and it would work every time. And so it's it's two methods that I did all the time. And I just started translating that into my own life Mm -hmm. and I didn't want it to feel like work. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to make it fun. Like I didn't want Mm -hmm. it to be about strategy and goals. And I've heard that and kind of like, triggers me to God, that's just more work, but right. how that's where journey fuel came in is journey is you know life's a journey, my favorite quote of all time since high school. I think it's in my yearbook as my senior quote
0: mm. and it
1: was if life's a journey, life's greatest tragedy is having not enjoyed the ride mm.
0: and um, I love that. yeah,
1: and I didn't realize the potency of that until. The fact right. that it stuck Fast with forward. me since I was, you know, seventeen years old.
0: Years. Yeah.
1: Um, and that's a BMW ad, by the way. Best <laughs> BMW ad ever. Um, and so it's true, though, right? I mean, if right. it's if life's a journey, you know, sometimes the other piece too, and you know, I'll get back to what I was just saying, but just I, I wanted to bring up this one point is we can also make it feel so big that mm-hmm. it's overwhelming, and when you think of life as this journey. You know, you could even turn it into today as a journey. Right. And if you say that out loud to those of you, you know, or even just think it in your head, if I switch from the life as a journey to my individual day of a journey today. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It, shifts it just shifts the, the whole thing.
1: Saying. Yeah. It like shifts your energy completely. It's like, oh, I'm going to do a journey today. Yay. That sounds right. fun.
0: Yeah. It just feels, it uh, feels more empowering versus daunting. Yeah.
1: At, right. And because you have no idea what's happening down the path anyway, you might as well just make the most of today because we don't know if we have 40 more years.
0: Right. Okay. Um,
1: and so if you just it's that's a piece of it, right? It's like creating the size of the next step, what you have the capacity to do. People mm-hmm. would always ask us, hey, we need to change accounts receivable, we need to change sales, we need to change distribution. It's like, whoa, you an organization only has so much capacity to cr- to absorb and do things differently. And so it's pick the thing that's going to be the most impactful, the simplest, easiest way to get you moving and, and teach people that change is okay and it works and it delivers results before you start piling on and piling on. So if you do that to yourself,
0: mm-hmm. that's
1: that's one of the pieces that, of the formula. That
0: just real easy step-by-step approach. Okay, so so you you went through this shift of really owning the process that it worked so well, rinse and repeat for the corporations, and you apply that to yourself to get your, your own life out of this state of misery into something more that you really enjoy waking up to, right? I think I've heard this phrase from you and I love it. So what was then the, you know, the the pivot that prompted you to then turn this into a business.
1: So I think it's in my DNA to systematize, to see if somebody else, if I'm challenged with something and other people are challenged with the exact same thing, for me to solution it for myself, it's going to help everybody else who's in the exact same situation. And mm-hmm. so that's you know in consulting, it's like if you have this broken process, we'll fix it for you, and then help all the other people that had that thing that was broken with the same thing. You don't have to rethink it. Right. And so if I fix this for myself, there's so many people in that same spot. You know, it's an eleven billion oh, dollar industry: self development, right. personal right. development. People are frustrated, and I'm. Unfulfilled and like searching
0: for you were aware questions. that you weren't the only one in this state of despair. Ah, I'm not the only it,
1: one. It's and, pretty much
0: right. <laughs> everywhere you look,
1: right? And I'm the nerd about it, right? I love it. Yeah, you're I love passionate, I'm right? So, combining my nerd personal development side with my nerd project management change management love, putting those together and seeing that I get to create something that's fun that I know people can enjoy and that I know so many people need it just it lit me up and so and the biggest challenge and i think everyone listening is very likely to relate to is there's how there's reading about it and then there's doing it there's learning it and then there's applying it and Mm -hmm. that implementation piece is what has been missing in my opinion in my entire experience is you can learn a lot at these seminars and take the programs and do, you know, read all the books, but then it's time to apply it. And Mm -hmm. there are life coaches that are fantastic, that can help. Um, At the same time, if you're going to completely transform your life, there's an implementation element that can then get you on the road to where you're ready to be coached. Mm -hmm. So it's knowing what you want and then being coached on how to activate that but it's the implementation how do i implement this what are mm-hmm. my steps to actually
0: yeah, because day after day the same like. things kind of re- start like, reappearing that mm-hmm. sucked you into this trap in the first yeah. place so it's not an easy thing to just take it from the intellectual to the application yeah oh, so i love that
1: you, it's a skill that i learned over two decades this is not something you, you know that so mm-hmm. now it's easy for me to see oh this is how I identify, like you said in the beginning, you know, I can listen, you know, a project manager, somebody asked me once, like they said, oh, you really need a specialty. And I'm like, well, a project manager is a specialty. And mm-hmm. so I start, how, how do you explain that to an accountant? Because That's the, right. Ernst and & Young and PwC, they were known as majority of those folks are accountants. And right. I was not on the accounting side. And so telling people that there's like this project management thing, like, I don't know what you're talking about. What is your real skill? <laughs> so <laughs> I had to articulate that. I really think about it. Like what is the skill? And the skill is, you have to be a really good listener. Mm-hmm. And while there's a formula, it, it's got to be tailored to the, the actual, it's not like accounting where, you know, you look at the books and you follow these things and it's a rule that you can get, you know, audited for and go to jail. <laughs> right. It's, it's smushy listening and helping elicit through high quality questions, what people Mm -hmm. really want, because you just know it's broken. You don't Mm -hmm. know necessarily how to solve it. You just know what's broken. So part of it is helping people articulate what is the actual outcome, not the thing that you think is going to fix it, but as a result of doing something, what is it that you want to have happen at the end? Like what is the experience of having that in your life or in the organization going to do for you that's going to benefit? Yeah. You know, when you think about your own life, it's not about the car or the people or the, the, um, the stuff. It's, it's the experience of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so if mm-hmm. you're thinking about you know goals and strategies and all that, so we, we usually start with what we know about the stuff and what kinds of things we want, but my recommendation and what's been a game changer from the beginning for me, cause there's the consulting side, but then there's also this other piece that I learned through taking another coaching program is how do you even get to where you know what you want in the first place?
0: Exactly. And a lot of people don't have that clarity. It's just and it
1: frees a life
0: you. of things that they've been doing kind of on autopilot because yeah. they've been told this is what you need to do.
1: Right. And so if you don't want to do that, then what? And so if you think about life as a collection of feelings, that's all it is. So the experience of life is an experience of feelings. So if you identify what feelings you want to experience in this lifetime, not what you don't want to experience, because you know, I was in a place where they're like, you're overwhelmed. What do you want to be? I just don't want to be overwhelmed anymore. Well, that gives no direction. Mm-hmm. If it's I wanna feel free, I wanna have, you know, I wanna feel um peace.
0: Peace. I feel right, calm, ease, calm. Right? right. Now
1: you have a direction to build to. So right. You now you can put that, together
0: the the system or whatever exactly. it is that it's gonna generate. You
1: work yeah,
0: makes sense. makes yeah. sense. That's that that's that zone, those zones of genius that you have, the analytical and the intuitive coming together beautifully. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. I yeah. love
0: that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, so have there been any big roadblocks or challenges that you've had to overcome no, along the way in, in building, <laughs> in building so your business?
1: We, um, <laughs> right. It goes back to there's there's what you know and what you don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
1: shifting and, you know, I don't so know. Building a I business
0: either. is a little bit different than dropping in as uh, a project manager suddenly well, you don't
1: have the same level of support I mean I was working right. for you know 200,000 people firms and now it's a, a solopreneur right it's in the beginning you yourself
0: and, and yeah.
1: right right and so doing all right yeah and that transition was I want to go from helping it organizations to now that I know how to fix it for people I want to help individuals because mm-hmm. you know actually if you think about life in general whether it's an organization or there's people that work in the organization. <laughs> so if people are happy mm-hmm. organizations, right. are going to get results. If it you're happy, the you're
0: conglomerate. Gonna get- exactly. right.
1: And yeah. so, and that goes for all the people in your life and the people that we tend to do things for, to make them happy. If we're not happy, we're really not going to deliver what we say we're trying to give to everybody else either. So, mm-hmm. but in terms of starting the business, so, doing the training, getting, you know, getting excited about it and trying to find what training do I even take? Like, yeah. what is the process? What's the proven path mm-hmm. that I can follow? Because I'm big on following things that work, you know, but mm-hmm. how, there's so many choices out there. Like, so what many. am I going to follow? No.
0: There are so I many follow? different approaches, methodologies, philosophies, right. do this, do this, do this. It's like, oh my gosh, which one? <laughs> right. So yeah, it can be so overwhelming. Yeah. So, what I'm just curious, what did you do in order to kind of distill all Mm -hmm. of that chaos down to what you felt would be your best path?
1: Well, and that's a really interesting way of phrasing it because when we're trying to model what works, it's somebody else's thing Mm
0: -hmm. that we're modeling. Mm -hmm. Right. So,
1: how do we incorporate our own personality? And this for you guys listening, I just want to say, Um, This is probably the most important thing to hone in on for yourself is you went into business for a reason because you're passionate about something and all these things we're talking about that get on our plates like marketing and sales and how do you even get people to know who the heck you are and how do you build credibility and how do you find people? How do you package stuff? I mean, you know, there's, you know, you all know this is the challenge, right? But it's then in that chaos, how do you stay in touch with why you started it in the first place? Mm -hmm. And as you're following the role models, how do you decide? Is that even what I want to do?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Is there a shift to make? So in the beginning, I got really fortunate. Um, I happened to connect with Chris Howard, who was, you know was bigger than Tony in uh, Tony Robbins in Australia for a long time, and you know was has done this at massive scales, hundred million dollar mm-hmm. business. And he was giving me guidance. And that was just,
0: mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. so the answer so mentorship, like, right? Mentorship,
1: it's... finding the people that have done it before. But that but you it, resonate with too. That resonates, right. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And getting the structure in place was huge.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: getting in, okay, what is it that I'm selling? <laughs> what is it that I'm actually giving to people? Because there's all the stuff, you know. And then it's like, how do you deliver the stuff, you know, in a way that you actually still like doing it?
0: Ooh, that's a big point. Yes. I love that. And that, that kind of goes back to what you were just saying a couple minutes ago in terms of not, you know, maintaining that connection with your why. And then I also wanted to interject your voice, your own unique voice and values and, even though you're receiving input and guidance from so many other people, honoring the fact that you are unique and you bring to the table, something very, very unique and special. And so staying connected with that. Yeah. I love that.
1: Everybody here listening has that every one of us has a unique experience of life. Nobody's talked to the same people at the same time in the same place in the Mm -hmm. same way. We've all interacted with thousands of different people that no one else has interacted with. And any, any conversation you ever have changes something in your body. Like you now know something you didn't know before, you mm-hmm. now heard something you never heard before. And all of these dots connect somewhere inside. So for each of you, there is something super special in the combination of who you are and your experiences and to get to, to what you were saying earlier, and that's what I teach is how do you identify what is the experience you want to have? Mm -hmm. What are the feelings you want to experience? And now how do you, what's going to deliver that in a way that you can have that experience and then get into the how? Because, Mm -hmm. you know, Tony Robbins says there's a tyranny of how, you know, it's like, if you start thinking about how I freak out when people, my mom used to be like, how are you going to do that? I'm like, I swear, if you ask me that one more time, Mm -hmm. I'm going to explode. Like my tight, my chest gets tight. I'm Uh not thinking about how, How's going to get in my way. First, I want to know what I want to do. So, you know, the the that's what you do
0: know, right? And the hows you don't know. So that immediately puts you into the state of panic. I don't know how.
1: Well, it's (laughs) kind of funny, right? We all somehow figure out how to do the stuff that get thrown on us, right? Right. So the trick is when you're doing your business and what I was doing in the beginning is, you know, I was trying to stay true to my own methods and then overwhelm can hit in. And it's the trick is keeping yourself connected to what matters most. And I teach that of how do you keep at the center, all the things that you Mm -hmm. said matter. Right. Yeah. Those
0: core values.
1: Right. I mean, how many times have you guys done your core values? How many times have you set a goal and then never look at it until next year or Mm -hmm. look at it once a week? You know, I teach how to integrate what matters most after going through a process of helping you kind of flip that script, getting Mm -hmm. into what is the experience you want? What's going to deliver that and then it's, how do you connect every choice you're making? Does this align? Yes or no.
0: Mm. If it
1: doesn't, right. I'm not doing it.
0: So, so that what does? really supports then getting there quicker versus kind of this randomized hope. Hope it works. Hope it works. Yeah. I love and that. They're so powerful. And they're so still powerful.
1: liking what you do. Mm. You know, I, I talk mm. about love the life, you know, live the life you love waking up to. I added waking up to there for a reason because one of the biggest things for me is i would open my eyes and lay there and be like i can't say the word that i would say every right. time i right. would wake up you know and it was like here we go again
0: oh um, right. that dread that yeah. anxiousness whatever the doom and gloom you know there's right. that moments of realization right. so, here we go so again here we go yeah again. i love so, that okay. huge huge shift to be it's, able to wake up loving the day that's going to be presented. So, yeah, well I'm, you know, you're obviously an expert at at facilitating this type of deep inner transformation that helps people to move through their barriers and you know to really create the kind of lives that they they truly never thought were possible for themselves. But I'm I'm curious, you know, into kind of my hula hoop here, how do you feel about the sales and marketing part? Of being in business. Now, you talked a little bit about going into business was not something that you initially had all the skills for. So, you know, sales and marketing, it might feel like a very different skill set. Do you have any challenges or frustrations with this important part? Uh, and, Getting you know, I thought of a new
1: thing. I know you and I had talked in the beginning. Well, first of all, I think you're brilliant at this and have brought my eyes open to a lot of things that I thought I was doing. Right. I was like, wait a second. That's probably why I'm having this challenge. But the challenge was, uh, one of the biggest is first of all, if you're new and nobody knows who you are and you feel like you don't have credibility though, there's a way to do that. Um, it giving ourselves credit for what our skills are Right. side, side note, but it's how do you get eyeballs on it but then once you get people to sign up for your stuff especially online how mm-hmm. do you get them to show up because again mm. it's that activation of oh that sounds good now they have to do it now they have to mm-hmm. actually log on and that right. has been a challenge for me
0: interesting yeah no you're definitely not alone in that because it's it just like you or we were kind of talking about in terms of oh, there's just a million and one different things now that are vying for our attention and focus and creating this sense of overwhelm and scattered priorities and here goes everything. So your ideal client and those that are interested in taking back control over their lives and their experience, are they have a tendency to get derailed, right? Yep. Just by yep. sheer fact. So I would love to give you a little bit of insight around this. If you'd Absolutely. like, I would
1: love okay, okay. <laughs> help me, help me.
0: <laughs> All right. So, you know, so what I'm hearing you say is you create something for them to experience and gain knowledge and some skills and whatnot. Your content is, is an opportunity for them to learn some techniques or get a new perspective, right? You've created a free content of some sort, a webinar or workshop or training, right? That they, they sign up for.
1: Right.
0: Correct. Okay. Just want to make sure I was on the same page. Uh And then several days pass to before the event actually happens. And all of a sudden you have a hundred people signed up and two people show up, which is not what you're hoping for. So here's something that is very effective in that type of a situation. Uh, And we haven't really talked much about how you're communicating, what your messaging is after they sign up. But one of the things that that really helps people to get jazzed and stay jazzed about showing up to an event is first off, is this going to be a a flexible time that they can arrive? Because sometimes your workshop time is not going to line up with their availability, but they might sign up anyway because they just love the idea. And, And so one of the things for busy, busy people is to have If it's going to be done live, maybe two different times that they can choose one of the time slots, although we don't want to create more work for ourselves, or you have it in a platform that gives them the option of several different time slots. And and it's not live per se. And I know that brings in other dynamics. So just putting that out there. But so that's one of the first barriers is busy people tend to be strapped for time and choosing a time that works for you isn't always going to work for them. Right. so that that's one option. but this the second more critical is when you're following up with them after they sign up, continue to expose the gap for lack of a better word, the gap between the pain of what they're currently experiencing in their life and the positive or the outcome, of what they're gonna experience or learn how to solve or the tools are gonna gain in your training. And if you keep just changing the perspective a little bit, but leaning on instead of just reminders, hey, two days out, remember to join, remember to join, remember to come, remember, here's the time, just a straight reminder, we forget. What was the reason I even signed up for this? I can't oh, remember. They forget
1: what they even signed up for. They're like, wait, exactly. what? Exactly.
0: And so you know, you have to reactivate that gap that caused them, or prompted them, or inspired them to sign up in the first place, in in a way that's refreshing or paraphrasing. So it's not just the same thing because we filter. We're amazing filtering machines these days, and. Maybe drop in a little surprise. Like you have also included a free gift or something that rekindles more desire to like, oh yeah, I've got to prioritize this. I need to prioritize this. This right. is gonna be awesome. I can't wait to get that cheat sheet. Okay. Oh my god, that that end of the day first aid kit, you know, mental first aid kit or whatever is yeah, gonna be a game that, changer. Actually. Uh, for me something that just you know sweetens the pot a little bit because yes. there are just it's not that what you've created is not good enough it's that there are so many distractions out there Yeah, you have to kind of continue to wave wave your hand through and so that's the main thing is just like you suggested reconnect with the why <laughs> why did they sign up and and the way that you do that is just reactivate that gap between Their current state of how long can you continue putting up? You don't have to continue putting up with blah, blah, blah. During my workshop, I'm going to give you the three steps to make that shift happen, not just today, but every day, or something like that, where it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. I need to come to this. Any of that help? Hopefully, gives you some ideas.
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Okay,
0: fantastic. Thank you and you know as we're talking and a lot of the things that you were saying were kind of making me think of how there is a a big shift going on right now outside of our normal way of approaching life and what i'm referring to is artificial intelligence it's really created this ability for us to gain information on a very personalized basis like we can put in a lot of specific details into a prompt for chat gpt if we want a very specific you know advice on something for instance losing weight or how to parent in a different way that it is building more trust and those kinds of things so so i'm just curious if you would from your perspective as a life transformation specialist is ai becoming a valid answer to people who are who are wanting to Shift that feeling of constant stress and overwhelm to a life that has more ease and flow. Is is AI really going to generate for them something that they can make actionable?
1: Well, I've found it. It's funny because the different people that I know, it's almost like a therapist, or you know, or someone else to talk to when you're a solopreneur. Okay, oh, mm-hmm. like, here's what I'm dealing with. I'm not sure if this is the right approach what do you think? Is there yeah. any gap? Right. Good. And I, it actually comes back with some really good stuff, but I'll tell you, I mean, I do use it for some of my emails and stuff. Cause it's, I mean, for me, it takes a long time to write copy. It's just not a natural thing for me to come mm-hmm. up with something super excited. And it's also not my favorite thing to do. I'd rather be creating content, but I mean, anyway, sidebar, the point is it's like, um, you can use it, to get some feedback or kind of help you clarify your thinking. I felt that I've heard a lot of people that have gotten some value out of that. Um, but the, the trick is, it's like what I've talked about before. You don't know what you don't know.
0: So mm. you don't
1: know what to ask.
0: Right. You know, right. So
1: if, so, the trick with, with chat GPT is you got to tell it what you want very specifically. And mm-hmm. so if you don't know what you want, then it's going to come up with something that everybody else has thought of already and right. tell you, Hey, maybe it's this, but you have no litmus test or anything that you've gotten clarity on that. Oh yeah, that does align or it doesn't want a line
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. to
1: compare it to other than what you've only, what you've experienced. So.
0: Right. Exactly. And when we don't even know, what is creating this state of misery in our lives typically i mean we have some sort of idea but probably not the core reasoning behind it or uh you know what's really at the at the root cause
1: right and then what i was sharing about feelings you know they doesn't have feelings ai doesn't have feelings um and about your uniqueness and that's the thing about my clients i mean i didn't just here's a packet do this it'll work it's mm-hmm. me eliciting through questions high right. quality questions not like what do you think but mm-hmm.
0: it could mm-hmm. be
1: how does that make you feel or what do you you know what's the barrier and follow-on questions from that that just people have been skilled in and trained in over time of when to ask the question to right. get them on the path so mm-hmm. like for you you listening, I can ask you a question, but the next question is not going to be the same question that I would ask the person that answered the same question. Before mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I'm hearing right. your reaction. I'm listening to your response. I, there are different follow-ups that you can have that, that are going to be the most effective.
0: Right. That so AI
1: just doesn't know how to do that.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, to your point a little bit earlier, learning versus implementation are two different yeah. things. We can all have a to-do list, mm-hmm. but it's those uh, limiting patterns or almost self-sabotaging patterns, right? That can derail a best plan. <laughs> and yeah. chat GPT can't understand what it is that really are those stealth Limiting beliefs that keep tripping you up. So yeah, I, I kind of had a feeling that that's what you were going to say. It, it's not that easy, Wendy. <laughs> right.
1: A lot I, there
0: of are complexity. Are a lot of People things. are complex. Yeah, complex. I
1: will say there is a lot of value in it, and when you learn how to use it, um, and can have it be like your co-pilot on clear. For me, it helps me clarify what I'm thinking because I'll say, "Here's two pages of what I'm thinking." Tell me in summary, what do I mean? Like, am I conveying this the way I want Mm -hmm. it to come out?
0: Yeah. So there are
1: definitely things there, but.
0: Oh yeah, there's no doubt about it. It's going to create a lot of efficiencies in so many different ways uh, within our lives. But but those nuances, those human intelligence that's needed to really share or identify the nuances that are not so obvious, uh, that's, and that then, you have that yeah, adept skills around.
1: Yeah. And, you know, one of the hardest things for me and that I see in other people, you know, if people ask me all the time, you know, I just don't know my purpose. What's my purpose. And it's very simple. My belief is that we're here to be who we're here to be. That's our purpose okay. to live authentically, to tap in, who am I really? Mm-hmm. And do that, be that. Don't be, you know, to not be what other people are expecting of us, or what mm-hmm. other people are doing can can guide certain things. But ultimately, it's like, is that who I am really? What is it that my uniqueness can is going to bring? What path if I follow mm-hmm. my intuition versus do what I should do? It, what yeah. path is it going to take me to? It's going to take me a different path.
0: That can be a, a pretty scary leap for a lot of people. Because yes. there is that uh, innate ability that has been stifled yeah, for, for so sure. many years, so it's that's a huge, a courageous leap to be able to live authentically versus live according to what everyone else from early, 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 early in our lives has been telling us we need to do so. And I know you could go on and on and on about this, which is, you know, it's, it's such a deep conversation, but yet it's so important in terms of people really connecting to that state of happiness and joy, right? That brings them that, 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 day in, day out, wake up to meaningful, fulfilling life. So, you know, I'm I'm just curious here. I know that you do a lot of different free content and workshops and that kind of thing. But beyond that, how do you work with people who want to finally break through that glass ceiling and enjoy a life of joy and abundance? Can you just share some specific details about your approach or what you've created for people to be able to have that transformation.
1: Yeah. And that's evolved um, over these last six months, actually, because for a couple of years, I was doing the model that a lot of people in the industry do that it can be effective, which is, you know, event-based programs that are happen at a certain time, you know, take three days off of work and do this and you'll learn mm-hmm. all these things. Mm-hmm. And they happen at certain times of the year and there's progression and in between helping, but there's still a lot of the core, foundational things that are needed to be in place to be effective, that require an in-depth teaching. So I was doing that yet. I also, one, it's like, do I like doing it this way?
0: Mm-hmm. To, am
1: I being able to connect with people the way I want to? Cause I like to have, I like group coaching. I like the, the energy that happens between other people in the same place. I also like to interact with everyone. That, mm-hmm. So to do these large group sessions and not have that same kind of interaction that came up for me, like, I want to be able to do that without other people waiting, you know, for two hours before I get to them, because there's so many people, mm-hmm. um, there was that and that's evolved. So, and then other things, but so what it's evolved into, I've spent the last several months, okay, how do I make because the other thing is people can get really overwhelmed by spending that much energy in a row learning. Mm -hmm. And then they're too Mm -hmm. tired to implement. So um, while I know how to help people through that, that's, you know, the general. um, Is it
0: totally supporting? Yeah.
1: Right. So what I've done is I've shifted into a model where I'm doing things. I call it the art of living a life you love waking up to. And there's three key stages to it. There's awakening where you're identifying what is it really that matters most. And then there's the um, revealing, which is you take what you just did before and really start to say, okay, what does that mean to my life now? Like, how can I implement, what do I want to do that's going to bring that to life and actually take it off of paper and make it 3D, right? Like, okay. how do I, what is it, what is it, the stuff that's going to deliver the feeling to people? And then transformation, which is where now you say, okay, so now I know what matters most. I know what's going to deliver that for me for this year. And now we're going to integrate that into your life. So creating that map from, okay, this is what you want. This is how you're going to get there. And then holding the accountability for the next six months of, okay, let's walk you through each season mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> as you're
1: progressing through this plan, keeping you clear on what it is, making sure you're staying on track with what matters most to you and um, And things change, right? You don't know what's going to happen a month from now. So what you said you wanted to do the next month might change. So it's helping kind of um, align along the way, shift things along the way, and then having that accountability and that expertise to ask the right questions at the right time for people to keep them going Mm -hmm. and on a path that's going to deliver what they said they wanted in the beginning. Right. So those different stages. And the first piece is to start with the first, I only, um, the very first step is always that first piece. And that's a 30 day program where, um, I take people week by week into how do you identify what matters most each week, doing little baby steps and group coaching each week. So I get to interact with everybody in mm-hmm. groups of six every week to see how they're doing. If they have questions, interact and laser coach every week. So it keeps them on track on point of you know asking questions when they need help the most and shifting from just here's an online class to there's an online portion and a human that's going to help me make sure I do it (laughs) right
0: very interactive yeah yeah that's
1: that's the first piece that all my clients go through that without that none nothing else matters
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well exactly because you don't if you aren't aware of what matters most, then it's just kind of running through the field on wow. full speed, not like, knowing oh, where works. you're going. Yeah. Yeah. You're running yeah. hard and you have no idea where you're going. So yeah, the awakening uh, around the core values and, and prioritizing is the firm foundation for everything. It sounds like, yeah, I love that process. The art of, is it the art of living? What was the rest of that? Crazy. Art
1: of living a life you love waking up to. Oh,
0: I love that. Art of living a life you love waking up to. Beautiful. So, and it it sounds easy, but I can see how without your expert guidance, things can easily get put on the back burner. Or, you know, you've built in all the components to ensure success.
1: And the thing that I that I'm I'm really excited about this. I started doing um, weekly lives of 15 minutes every Wednesday where I go on live and, um, do these 15 minute bursts. Cause we can find, I, we really want to, we can find 15 minutes, right. To okay. get us connected each week. And then what I'm doing in December, um, I'm super excited about it. I'm calling it soar into 2024 and it's in one hour getting you to be able to see what is, what are those missing pieces. And getting it to where you can see when you put those together, how when you put those together, it is a formula. It's the journey fuel formula for change that I share in this one hour so that it can be one of those things where once you believe in it, then the next step becomes, well, of course, that's what I'm going to do. But without understanding, well, what are those pieces that are missing? Mm -hmm. It's hard to believe that that's going to help, or is it the right thing for you? Yes or no. Right. So I'm doing this one hour session where people will get to learn the four missing pieces. One of them is starting with feelings, you know, flipping the script, starting with feelings. And then there are three more that you got to come to the session to, to hear about, just to give you something to look forward to. And I promise you those 60 minutes are going to be well worth, the time. So I wanted to make it easy for people to find time to what you said earlier, in a way that they can consume Mm -hmm. this piece that's been keeping them from getting to the next
0: phase. Yeah, it's that it's that barrier that until you have those all four of those missing pieces, it's going to keep tripping you up. So this is so, this is called Soar into 2024, right? S O A R, soar, like flap your yep. wings, like launch. Yep, flap your wings. <laughs> okay, flap. awesome. That is awesome. So, be sure uh, for the listeners, be sure to uh, look in the show notes because I'm going to drop a link in there for that. Soar into 2024. Sounds powerful. So, this but is I a
1: really fun
0: uh, four week program. So,
1: where I'm going to give you the exact formula of of what's been missing. And that's a takeaway that you can take with you and use no matter what. I'm also going to share how to get to more if you choose to continue, but no matter what that one.
0: Got it. Got it. Excellent. Oh, that is, that is so fantastic. It sounds like a powerful, a powerful time to really start 2024 on a whole new chapter of taking charge taking your life back owning happiness being it feeling it experiencing it so yeah that is exciting super exciting well stacy it has just been so great hearing about your journey from you know working within the corporate world doing huge change projects for these fortune what 100 companies i don't know major massive corporations to shifting the the whole process into something that you could own for yourself and, and kind of rephrasing it because you didn't want to do tactics, strategies, all those kinds of corporate words. You wanted to have fun and have this be a journey and embrace that that childhood spirit of adventure while also realizing that, you know, at 40, this has got to be something. There's got to be something different. This can't be it for the rest of my life. And just having that moment of waking up and and reclaiming, the, the liberty and, and the freedom that, that you knew you were entitled to. and then realizing, you know what there are so many people around here that could do the same that are really missing out on what life can be. And so now this impactful work that you're doing as a life transformation specialist and the founder and CEO of Journey Fuel, where you are empowering those people who are wanting to more out of their life, and supporting them to unleash their own true potential and live the lives that they all love waking up to. So I really enjoyed our conversation. And I just want to thank you so much for being a guest on my show today.
1: Thank you so much.
0: And again, for our listeners, you can look in the show notes for the link to Stacy's website. Uh, journeyfuel.com, as well as more information on that, soar into 2024. So, all right. Well, for all our listeners, remember, when it comes to building a business that brings you joy and has an endless flow of high-paying clients, well, don't overlook the power of what I call compassion-based selling, where you've fully supported your potential client's decision-making process by providing them with everything they need. To feel confident and excited about saying, yeah, this sounds great. So are you hundred percent confident that you're fully supporting your potential clients? Well, if you're curious, reach out to me and apply for a sales blind spot coaching session. You may be surprised by what we discover. All right. Well, this is Wendy Vaughn, chief paradigm shifter and sales success coach. And you can find me and our next podcast episode at predictablesalesresults.com. Well, thank you for tuning in to today's episode with Stacey McAlpine. And as always, here's to your success.